Hi everyone, we are back after a few weeks of completely disconnecting from everything. Santiago and I decided to go on a trip throughout Mexico. Our honeymoon slash anniversary slash traveling together experience. Out <laughs> one trip of the year. No, every year we've been traveling less and less. Yeah. Trying to be more mindful with where we go and why we go and uh, yeah, just cutting down on CO2 on that front. It was a beautiful experience. Nonetheless, we got to discover a new part of the world, the Yucatan Peninsula and the Gulf of Mexico. We went to uh, beautiful small towns and beach towns and not so small towns, cities. We saw everything. We saw the culture. We saw the cenotes. And we learned a lot about the Mayan culture. It was it was very special, very magical. We tried to avoid the, the touristy places. So we stuck to the Pueblos Magicos. They're called that here. And they're very small towns filled with a lot of wisdom and beautiful scenery and the food and everything. It was just very special. You can check out our videos on our platforms. We shared it all. And talking about beautiful news, we have one more to share with you today. We launched, we finally launched our kits on our website. These are energy cleansing kits, which for which we put a lot of intention and love and they're very special. So if you go to Casa Earth Dash. Casa Dash Earth. Uh -huh. Casa Dash Earth. Sorry, you guys, I had a moment there. Casa Dash Earth.com. You'll be able to check out our store with lots of new things, including our kits. So these are kits that come with a copalera. Copalera is an ancient tool that has been used in Central and Latin America, right? To clean the energy. So you burn uh, copal. Copal is the resin of the copal tree. It's very sacred. It's supposed to clean the energy for ceremonies. And we also added salmerio, which is a blend of organic herbs from our garden. And these are seven sacred herbs that are very powerful when it comes to energy cleansing. So you guys have your own kit now that you can take with you home, clean the energy of things, especially if you're buying second hands like we do, always use this kit to, with the smoke, you create a little ritual and you can check out an entire video that we shared on our platforms too, on the process, like how to light the charcoal, make sure that you choose a vegetable charcoal and then use everything that comes in your kits and how to make it a very sacred and special ritual. And uh, you can also use it to clean the energy in your home and even the energy in people that come into your home and out of your home. For all the tias and the abuelas listening to this episode, don't worry, don't freak out. <laughs> Rituals are not black magic. Or maybe, yes, they are. Black magic does have their rituals, but ours are pure rituals. The way we have experienced Copal here in Mexico has always been a purifying way of uh, cleansing that invisible energy that uh, sometimes we develop or get stuck in our depth, in the deepest part of our spirit. And the uh, Copal resin helps us clear the mind, clear the lungs, and prepare us for other ceremonies like the 
Temazcal. That's exactly a thing about rituals like Santiago was mentioning. They're not, they don't have to be directly related to a religion or black magic, like people assume. They've been practiced for centuries in India and Egypt, here in Mexico, all around the world. And the way we see it, it is very connected to slow living. And we'll explain now why. But um, rituals are pretty much actions that we take every day for which we set our intention. So you're very aware of that action. That's a difference between a habit and a ritual. A habit is just getting out of bed, going to the kitchen, making your coffee, chugging it and jumping in the shower or out of your home into the car and going to work. A ritual based on that same routine would be getting out of bed with gratitude, setting your intention, maybe doing a short meditation, walking to the kitchen, preparing yourself your cacao or your coffee while being present, smelling all the ingredients, the aromas, smiling, maybe practicing your daily mantras while you're making that cacao or coffee or matcha, not chugging it, but sipping it very consciously, and then proceeding with your daily activity. So right there, just those 10 minutes, the difference between a habit and a ritual, you get to retransform your entire routine. You get to add profound energy to your day. You get to revitalize your morning and it helps you see life differently. And that's why rituals are so important to us because by ritualizing life, we got to heal a lot of deep wounds that both Santiago and I had as individuals and even as a, as a couple. We've been working on adding rituals to our relationship. And in my experience, rituals got me out of depression. Rituals helped me connect with nature. Rituals helped me understand how important creativity is. Because even painting a mandala or creating the space for you to connect with clay and make something with your hands or try singing or dancing, all of those actions are rituals. You're there, you're present, you're setting your intention, and you're trying to connect with the most divine energy you have within you and also with the most divine energy that is above you, which can be God if you call it God, for us is a universe, nature, sacredness of the existence. And that is what a ritual is all about. It's just helping us become a better, deeper, and more beautiful version of ourselves. I would like to add that gratitude is one of the reasons why I practice rituals and also for a more pragmatic reason, which is organizing my day. I feel that even exercising in the morning can be a, a ritual, more than a routine, a ritual. If uh, you do it outdoors, if you connect with the surrounding, with a community, with a group of people, you start developing those, those invisible bonds that help you recognize the blessing that it is to be alive another day and to be experiencing this reality. So don't consider rituals as uh, something purely religious in terms of its symbolism, but also make sure that you contemplate the 
depth of the feeling in a certain situation, in a certain location, with certain groups of people. A ritual can be communal or it can be individual. In my case, I start my day individually, waking up 30 minutes to an hour before the rest here at home and you know, drink my coffee and then meditate for around 30 minutes. It helps me clear my mind from any lingering thoughts or dreams during my sleep. And uh, it also helps me organize a few ideas or tasks that I need to perform throughout the day. In the evening, I like to celebrate a second ritual and that's rolling a joint. Each step of the process has a very unique way of being performed and altogether create the little ceremony that then ends up in an even more profound way of connecting the, the invisible. So this is to say the Copalera is an amazing addition to every home, but there are many ways of uh, ritualizing your life. One thing that has helped me tremendously when it comes to ritualizing life is understanding that there is a professional and human agenda, your schedule, your daily schedule, and then there's a spiritual one that needs to be included in the previous agenda. So you're combining both. And that means going, analyzing your entire day and going hour by hour, trying to find gaps of time where you can focus on yourself to set that intention, to remind yourself about breath work, uh, mantras, affirmations, and just being very mindful of your mental and spiritual state. Um, it's kind of like a self-checkup. You start asking yourself how you feel, how your day is going, if you're anxious, what is creating that anxiety. So that right there is a ritual. I call it the self-love ritual because you're bathing yourself in love. And adding those tiny amounts of time, 10 minutes, it's five to 10 minutes to my day help a lot. So those are breaks that I take during my professional routine, both Santiago and I work from home, but that, that is a good and a bad thing. <laughs> because we have our own schedule, but also sometimes we work too hard and too many hours. So finding that balance and um, finding my limits to when I want to take breaks, when I want to stop, and when I want to listen to myself has helped me tremendously. Uh, the way my day starts is I wake up early in the morning. I go to the kitchen, make myself warm water with the juice of an orange, a teaspoon of spirulina, and a teaspoon of ma uh, moringa. Sorry, I almost said maca moringa. And that's my natural multivitamin in a cup filled with iron and vitamins and minerals. I drink that slowly, not chugging it, because again, I want to be present in that moment. Then both Santiago and I take turns. Sometimes he's the mornings, I'm at night, but I go to feed the dogs and kua or rescue a possum. So once all the dogs have been fed, then I get to go back to the kitchen, make myself a warm cacao. Another ritual right there, because I'm very aware of everything that is happening in the kitchen. The ingredients that I'm using, the process of how to make my cacao, the affirmations that I'm 
chanting in my mind, the mantras that I'm chanting in my mind. And even though it's a very short ritual, usually five to 10 minutes, it has the power to redesign my entire day and get me out of bed because I get very excited about my morning cacao. And after that, I'm ready for my meditation and my yoga practice. So right there, it's probably an hour and a half to two hours of my day that I've separated for myself. And by allowing myself to separate those two hours, I kind of offered my spirit respect. And I never had that before. Usually I was rushing to work, uh, waking up too late, going to bed too late. Nowadays I go to bed at 8, 9 p.m. in order to wake up early. And uh, again, rest. Rest is very important. I think that's one of the biggest rituals too. Allowing yourself to sleep so all your organs can regenerate. And just understanding that dynamic of how we can redesign our human agenda to make it more spiritual is a ritual in itself. And uh, yeah, so from my end, I think those are the things that I do every day that have an impact. When it comes to mantras, if you don't know what a mantra is, a mantra is a um, phrase or words that have very elevated frequencies. And by repeating them, you're not only kind of redesigning neurological patterns and healing a lot of generational trauma, but at the same time, you're connecting with a higher energy, with a higher force. And these are usually mantras um, are in Hindi, if I'm not wrong, right? So the mantras that I practice have to do with Ganesh, the remover of obstacles. Or um, another one that I love is a compassion mantra, Loka Samastasuki Nova Vantu or Namyoho Rengekyo. But if you don't like these mantras because they're, they're connected to a religion, you can also try to create your own mantras, your own affirmations. Other words that I repeat to myself on a daily basis are things like uh, I am a being of energy, I'm a being of light, I attract light and abundance into my life. And just by repeating those words, again, we are redesigning our brain, the patterns in our brain. And we get to start believing these words and we get to change the energy within us. And we also get to connect with a higher force. So that's our way of communicating with us and with the universe. And those are the things that I enjoy practicing and how I've managed to ritualize my routine to make it more profound and more elevated. Don't forget to deaccelerate your life whenever possible and connect with that slow living that oftentimes capitalism makes us forget. We are sometimes so consumed by the daily grind and by work and by all these autonomous actions that we perform and forget to take a, a moment uh, for ourselves, a moment to really close our eyes and set intentions and purpose and clear our mind and open our hearts, honoring nature and the spirit that uh, connects us within the the invisible so don't uh don't forget to take a few moments every day do whatever you can you know whether you are carrying an, an actual symbol a figure an object that uh, represents something special or just connecting with 
your your deep self with your body is a way of, of ritualizing your breath of ritualizing your heartbeat of ritualizing the the space where you're present and i think there is a very easy and profound ritual and pure ritual that you guys can practice at home and it's also free just step outside into your garden barefoot and connect with that grass hug it free go to the ocean go to a river connect with the purest energy and that's the energy of nature you get to absorb the most elevated frequencies because again Everything around us, including human beings and things and nature, have frequencies and they can be elevated or they can be very low frequencies. So emotions such as anger, hate, jealousy, those rank as low frequencies and everything that is related to love, compassion, hope, inspiration, kindness, those are very elevated frequencies. And um, understanding that has helped me heal a lot of generational trauma, a lot of wounds that I had, and just understanding that I'm not alone, even in the moments that I sometimes felt alone. I got to connect with nature and feel its protection and that a divine power that you only get from that source. A book that I would love to recommend to everyone listening is Frequencies by Penny Pierce. Uh, that book changed my life years ago. It helped me understand the importance of energy and how energy is everywhere and in everyone and why sometimes we walk into a room filled with people and we are happy and when we come out we feel drained. Um, some of us are more empathic and more sensitive than others and that's what happens. We get to feel the different frequencies. There's also energy vampires out there. So just understanding the importance of energy as a whole will help you manage your own energy so you try to find that state where your frequencies your emotions are always elevated and that's what is going to guide you towards genuine happiness and bliss and tranquility so read that book it's really good i highly recommend it explore that recommendation and many more um, remember that these traditions come uh, from uh, centuries, from millennia of uh, oral tradition in many cases here in Mexico. And uh, always honor those, uh, those people who carried the knowledge across generations and that are now giving us the opportunity to practice them and then to share them with the world. The Copalera is a great way of uh, experimenting rituals at home. That's the energy cleanse kit that we have on our website. So if you go to www.casa-earth.com, you'll be able to explore all the energy products on our shop. Check those out. Let us know what you think. Also follow us on Instagram at casa.earth and tell us about your rituals. We would love to know any unique, weird, interesting <laughs> rituals that you guys may perform. And again, if you have any questions or if you would like for us to focus on a particular topic for our next episodes, please let us know. You can also email us. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope we answered all your questions about energy and rituals. But again, if you have more, feel free to text us, email us, DM us. 
See you around on the next episode of Casa Earth. Big hug full of energy, everyone. Bye-bye.